Hi everyone and welcome back to Cape Opinions. This is Melly and I'm Belle. And today we have a very special and exciting episode where we're going to be discussing our favorites of the year so far. Yes, it's our Meteor Highlights episode. As we have done for the past few years, we always create a playlist in the middle of the year with our favorites from the first half of the year. And we exchange these playlists and discuss them in depth. We have exchanged them ahead of this episode and we basically will have two parts in this episode. In the first part, we have a little awards ceremony where we will name our favorite song, favorite album and so on. And then the second part, as we looked at each other's playlist in advance, we each picked five songs of our own playlist and five songs of the other person's playlist that we just want to know more about why it's on that list. So we'll talk about that for a bit. And as always, you can find the companion playlist for the episode on Spotify and YouTube. And this time we also added our personal favorites playlist. So if you're curious about the extra songs that we love this year so far, you can find them too. And please follow us on our Instagram at Podcast and our Twitter at kpopinionspod. How are you doing today? Um, I'm I'm very cold, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm freezing. No, it's really, really hot. Um, yeah. This is the only room I can record in because the acoustics are pretty bad in the other rooms. And this room is the hottest of the whole apartment. So I'm suffering. Yeah, I'm probably doing better, but <laughs> not by much. <laughs> I'm really sorry for you because I've, I've been in that room during the summer <laughs> i know what it is <laughs> i know yeah how are you doing i'm good i'm a little scared i have to admit because there are a bunch of fruit flies around because <laughs> i've been eating fruits i mean it's unavoidable in this heat right yeah <laughs> no but i'm definitely feeling the danger today i hope we don't get a repeat of the fruit fly incident <laughs> But other than that, I'm doing fine. I've had a really, really lovely, slow day. I've been just working on my puzzle, listening to the playlist, and that's it. (laughs) Mine was like the opposite. I was so productive at work today. I don't think I've I've been this productive for a few weeks. You know how you have just some days that you're just like... In the zone. Yeah, even if you wanted to, you couldn't stop working. (laughs) Yes, I know. Is it maybe the influence of it sees what I want? Oh, yeah. It must be. It's such a good work song. (laughs) It's also a great walking song. I know I keep saying that, but you have to walk to that song in heels. It's the most empowering thing you'll ever do. (laughs) I'll first have to buy heels. (laughs) You don't have any heels? I mean, I must have heels somewhere, but I haven't worn anything but flats in a while. Mm. I'm embodying the sneakers energy from that. Come back. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, this is not the Itzy episode. (laughs) Maybe we should mention the length of our favorite lists. (laughs) Our end year favorite list usually, or at least last year, had 200 songs. Because we are incapable of (laughs) limiting ourselves to any less because there's so much good music out there. So our mid-year playlist has 100 songs per person. And that just makes sense. Yeah, I mean... If you break it down per month, it's not that much, right? It's like 12 songs a month, no? Wait. Wait, I'm confused. A <laughs> hundred divided by six. <laughs> um, wait, wait. It's 16.666667. That is actually quite a lot per month. Yeah. So we are not, in fact, reasonable. No, but we're having too much fun, so we don't care. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine with it. So we did input our playlist into this comparison tool. Mm. And apparently we have 24 songs that we both have on our favorites list, which is both a lot and not a lot at the same time. Yeah. Like considering how wildly different our tastes are, it's actually a lot. But then considering our playlist has 100 songs, it's also not a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it's only a quarter. (laughs) Yeah, not even. (laughs) And we have... 30 albums that are on both of our playlists. And that's surprising. That's very surprising. But the funny part is that for most of the albums, we added completely different songs. True. (laughs) Yeah. 
I'm sure that will come up in the yes. rest of the episode yes. too. Because there are songs that you chose on this. No, you <laughs> missed the right song. But you know, we'll, we'll get Same. to it. Okay, so what is your number one favorite song of the year so far? <laughs> My number one favorite song so far is It's All Good Baby to Be, which is a B-side. Yeah, I was surprised because I, well, I'm not that surprised because I definitely see that for you. I mean, this song fits your, your style perfectly. I know. But I, I don't think I've even heard the song before. So tell me more. I don't know. Obviously, I checked out their whole album. And this was like love at first sight. There's just something about the song, something magical. Mm. And it gives me nothing but pure joy. And like everything is all right with the world when I listen to it. If I died while listening to this song, I would be happy. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have intense feelings about it, and that's why it's my number one song. Yeah, I was gonna say that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I totally see that for you. I I wasn't surprised once I played it, basically. Yeah, I know it's exactly my style. <laughs> mm -hmm. What is your favorite song? Uh, mine <laughs> is "In My World" by Rocket Punch. Oh my god, if you don't listen to this song and immediately fall in love and feel more energy than you've ever felt in your life, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Bold claim. <laughs> no, yes, but I stand by okay. it. Honestly, it takes about eight seconds of the song for me to be like, yep, that's my favorite. In the first few seconds, it switches from that dreamy synth into a really fast, punchy synth, and I'm like, yep, that's it. Hmm. It's just so full of energy and punchy and fun. So intensely 80s. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah I wasn't surprised by yeah. your choice. It makes sense. And it's also a B-side. True. We both have B-sides as our, yeah. our favorite song of the... And for the second time in a row, like last year, my end year favorite song ever was a B-side. It was Saturday Night by Key. Oh, true. Well... <laughs> Now it's time for your least favorite. My least favorite song, I know, comes as a shock to you because you like it. It's Glitch by Kwon and B. It just represents everything I hate. <laughs> there definitely were other songs that I considered for this spot. But even if other songs were objectively worse, they didn't bother me. Mm. But this song really bothers me. Like, it makes me want to tear off my ears. Okay. So, yeah. Well, this is going to be a difficult <laughs> episode because I'm not talking to you anymore. So, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do this. But Yeah, that'll be hard. And for anyone listening, just know that if you listen to my favorite playlist, you'll find this here. <laughs> Anyways, mine is Step Back by God the Beat. Mm. I was thinking about OO by NMIX, but I think enough people have dunked on this one. <laughs> and I didn't have any expectations for them, but I had so many expectations for God the Beat. It was supposed to be amazing, because in my opinion, they did such a great job with Super M, and this was just the girl version. Yeah. So I was like, obviously it's going to be great, and then <laughs> it just wasn't. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be interesting if it succeeded, but it just doesn't sound good. I don't like it. I don't want to listen to it. I'm disappointed. It just reminds me of the like the missed opportunity, and I hate it. I get that. I don't really mind it. I just don't like it. It's, yeah, it just exists. But I agree that it's not very good. I think it's made worse definitely by my expectations. Yeah, that makes sense. Because if anyone else had made this song, I would just be like, okay. But because it's made by SM and with all of those amazing, talented ladies and with everything going for it, I'm just like, ugh. It's so disappointing. Yeah. We have a, kind of a... A miracle. Yeah. An intentional joint pick. Yes. For our favorite album. Yes. Our favorite album of the year is I Envy You by Taeyeon. Yeah. It's incredible. It's just amazing. Yeah. It, like the whole album. It, it's a no-skip album. Exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> right? <laughs> it doesn't happen a lot, but it's a no-skip album for me. Yeah. For me too. Even if obviously you're gonna like a few songs even more than mm -hmm. others, but 
no skip but that's exactly the the perfect way to phrase it because it's not there are songs that i don't like in comparison to others it's there are songs that i like more than the rest yeah but we have different favorites right probably because we added different ones to the list that's true which are your favorites um <laughs> okay get ready i envy you can control myself toddler cold as hell Heart, No Love Again, You Better Not, Weekend, and Ending Credits. That's basically the whole album. I know! <laughs> But yeah, we do have different ones. Mine are I Envy You, Can Control Myself, Weekend, Timeless, Siren, and Ending Credits. Mm. Ending Credits is my favorite. I know! It was so high on your list. I was really surprised. Yeah, it was number four on my yeah. list. So good. Yeah. Oh, also, it has a waltz on the album. Really? Which one? heart is a waltz see sometimes i notice waltz but i didn't hear oh waltzes <laughs> waltzes that was a habit <laughs> but yeah i have five songs in my favorites list from this album so that's that's intense i think that's a record for yeah probably because i think in 2020 i had eight songs by the same artist but not from the same album yeah me too i had a lot of 80 songs in it <laughs> no surprise there but not from the same album yeah yeah this is really really amazing yes okay let's move on to favorite debut yes I don't think this is going to be a surprise because we already talked about it. Yep. <laughs> My favorite debut is Move by TNX. I don't think I need to say much because we talked about it in depth. They might not end up being Rookie of the Year for me, but when it comes to favorite debut song... They are still my favorite so far. Yeah. And I did put my money where my mouth is and I bought the album. Oh, nice. Yeah. What about your favorite debut? Mine is Fearless by The Seraphim, which I feel like is probably a controversial <laughs> choice, um, especially with the latest development in the yeah. group's history. But I'm only talking about the song and not really, not at all, actually, about the group and what's going on. Yeah. But the song was just such a great debut. I feel like it's perfect because it's different and unique enough to stand out. But it's also not something so weird or out there that people are not gonna like it and it's gonna fail. Mm. Like it's giving the girls a good chance for people to like them. But yeah, I feel like it's a perfect pick for a debut song. And the rest of the album was really nice too. I really liked most of the B-sides, so perfect. Yeah, I think it's definitely up there with the best two or three debut songs so far. Mm. So what was your biggest surprise? And define how or why it was a surprise for you. My biggest surprise was Bought You by Icon. Mm. Because I wasn't the biggest fan of their music in the past. Uh, I mean, it wasn't bad, but just not really my style. And this sounded so different. Like, I did not expect this style from them. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I love the 80s vibe, as always. I just wouldn't have expected that from them. So that was a really pleasant surprise for me. Yeah, agreed. My biggest surprise was Life's Too Short by Espa. I was surprised, first, that they went for something like this, because it's really not their usual style. And I was mm -hmm. really surprised how well they pulled off the concept and the song. Yeah, agreed. And it's just such a great song. I mean, we just talked about it in the last episode, so you know everything you need to know. Yes. Okay, let's move on to best solo. Best solo for me was Smiley by Yina. Mm. It almost made it as my favorite song so far, but it is now on the number two spot. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect feel-good song, with or without music video. Like Both are great, the song and the video. It's just so happy, and it just makes you want to dance in the middle of the street. Mm. I have to admit, I wasn't completely into it at first. You were skeptical. <laughs> yeah, a little. But now that we made the playlist and I've been listening to it a lot, it's definitely grown on me. Oh, that's great. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I will say for sure it's the best iteration of the early 2000s pop rock trend so far. Yeah. What about your favorite solo? Mine is, surprisingly, I Envy You by Taeyeon. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just 
such a good song. I really like that at first listen, it's just really great, but the more you listen to the instrumental, you discover more and more layers. Mm. I actually really recommend people go check out React to the Case video when they reacted to it because they really like pull it apart and talk about why it's so great and it's really, really interesting. Okay. And the music video is probably one of my favorites so far for this year. Mm. Yeah, it is really gorgeous. Yeah, she looks amazing, and it's just the styling, the sets, everything is great. Okay, let's move on to a really exciting category for me, Best Rock Release. It's an unusual one for me. <laughs> It's Ask Me by Team Pathfinder. And the unusual thing about this is that it's not a real group, as far as I'm informed. Oh. And it's a song for a life insurance commercial. <laughs> What? <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely did not know that. <laughs> But it's absolutely incredible. I'm obsessed with it. It's exactly the kind of rock I like. Like this really empowering, girly, a little bit early 2000s rock. That's exactly what I like. So mm. I love it, even though it's a life insurance song. <laughs> I am still <laughs> shocked. Well, okay, why not? As long as it's a good song, I, you know. You like it? Well, it's not my favorite, but it's nice. It's nice, right? Yeah. It's always weird because the beginning kind of reminds me of I Love It by Iconopop and Charlie XCX. Mm. And then it just turns into something else. Um, <laughs> my favorite rock song is Sus by Meek Drip. <laughs> mm -hmm. The wonderful return of Meek Drip. <laughs> um, well... I've already talked about this song. You've already expressed your feelings about this song. <laughs> yeah. If if I never have to hear about this song again, it'll still be too soon. <laughs> so I'm good. Get it, though. I mean, obviously, I don't agree because it's my favorite. But I, I don't get why you hate it so much. But, you know, oh well. To each their own. Yeah. Nothing new. It's just I think I like it even more than I did before. And I hate it even more. <laughs> <laughs> well, our feelings about it just intensified. <laughs> yeah. Our feelings about it are like the galaxy. It keeps yes. spreading in all directions. <laughs> Well, to me, it's just, you know, the perfect rock song. It's intense, unhinged, rough around the edges, fun. You have to headbang when it's playing. It's perfect. I love it. Headbang your head into the wall. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what? Let's just move on. <laughs> what is your favorite ballad? Uh, mine is Angel's Hair by Jong Dong-won, which is... How do I even describe how I feel? This song is so beautiful and amazing and emotional. I discovered him last year because he had a song called Goodbye My Love, which was also a ballad and was so great. It kind of redefined how good a ballad can be for me. And this one is just, you know, follows in the footsteps of this song. I have a question. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Isn't that a child? You know what? I just found out he's like 15. <laughs> When I checked the music video both times, I was like, wow, that man looks really, really young. It's weird. And that's because he's 15. <laughs> I know it's weird for me to say it's a child because some idols are the same age when they debut in their group. But it's not like as obvious because there's older members, you know. And mm. then you also have older, more mature voices on the song. But if it's just one song in his voice, it you can tell that it's a child's voice. I listened to it, I was like, that's a child. I just thought that he he was an adult with a really, really high voice. No, it it's not like it's not about being high. It's just like this certain quality that just sounds like a child, you know. But apart from that, I'm also not a big fan of the song itself. The melody is so beautiful and it's so moving. But it's not cheesy. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay, well, Then what's your favorite ballad? My favorite ballad is um, Still Life by Big Bang, which is absolutely incredible. I could, or we could talk about this song for a long time, I'm sure, and about this comeback. But basically, to make it short, it's beautiful, it's deeply touching, and Hey Young's voice can move mountains. So Yes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's a good choice. I really like it too. 
Okay, let's move on to best pop track. Best pop track is not very exciting for me because it's once again <laughs> Smiley by Yena. So. Mm. And for me, it's Catch the Stars by Wa. <laughs> 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 I I think we mentioned this song. Oh, yeah, last but only very briefly, yeah. Yeah, we kept the the mystery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we both love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so dreamy and sweet, but also intense and powerful at the same time. And 80s. Yes. <laughs> Most importantly, 80s. Yeah, it's just really really great. Just a solid yeah. song. I love it. Mm, good choice. What about your favorite indie track? My favorite indie track is also a song we've already talked about in depth. It's Dream Like Me by Crowd Lou and Black Skirts. I don't think I need to say much since we've already said it all in one of our tune episodes. I'm so happy you chose this. <laughs> <laughs> and mine is Over You by Advocate. That's how you transition to rock. Because I think she's an R&B or a hip-hop artist mm. to begin with. And then she kind of had this transition. And this is so great. It's really intense and catchy and punchy, but also full of emotion. We talked about some songs that I like that have a lot of anger that you didn't really vibe with. But I feel like that's maybe something you might like more than me, Trip. Yes. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> sure. For sure. It's a lot better. <laughs> I don't mind this one. It's okay. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> How about best hip-hop track? <laughs> best hip-hop track for me is City Boys by Rooftop. We actually haven't talked about it in mm. depth. It was in our cerebral section. Yes. I am still obsessed. Nothing goes as hard. It's great. But I do know one song that actually <laughs> goes harder than this. I'm sorry. And it's my pick. <laughs> Compensation by Kwang Yeo and Geiko. It's pretty good. I think both both are are good, and also both were in our um, three word section. Yes, I appreciate the artistry of it. Mm. You know, it's very creative and artistic, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I think the words you're looking for is fucking sick. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but City Boys is still sicker. You know? mm. Okay, agree to disagree. Okay, it's time for your favorite boy group of the year so far. Yes. No one is more surprised about this pick of mine than I am, <laughs> because my pick is Omega X. Mm. I mean, we've talked about one of their albums in depth. We had a big disagreement about that one. <laughs> mm. I feel like in the middle of the year, it's always hard to pick best boy group or best girl group, because most of them have only released one album or one mini album so far. Mm -hmm. So how do you really compare? But Omega X have already released two mini albums, and they were both great. We've already talked about the one day release in June. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to mention that, I guess. But my favorite song of theirs from 2022 is the B-Side Liar from their January mini album. Mm. It's exactly the style I adore at the moment. And um, it's great. Also, that album too has great waltz on it. <laughs> oh, I know. The waltzes just keep jumping at me. Um, <laughs> the waltz is called Please. And it's also really good. It's just a great mini album. And they really surprised me this year. I have to admit, at first, I wasn't really into Liar, but now that I've played it a bunch of times, I like it. It's mm -hmm. nice. Yes. Good. <laughs> um, what is your favorite boy group so far? Well, mine is a soft favorite, I a guess. soft favorite. <laughs> it's 17. <laughs> I mean... To be completely honest, there wasn't really one boy group that I really, really liked more than the others. I felt the same about probably like three or four groups. And so I just listened to my heart and it said 17. <laughs> I also considered them. They were definitely up there. Yeah. What about girl group? Again, difficult to choose because a lot of big names haven't even had a comeback this year so far. Mm -hmm. Like Blackpink, Twice, obviously SNSD, Itzy. Yeah, all of that is happening in the second part of the year or has happened just a few days ago. Mm -hmm. So um, difficult to choose. But as a whole, I'd say I was a bit disappointed by the girl group releases of the first half year. But I think Cherry Bullet really convinced me with their mini album, Cherry Wish. It was so good. 
I love the title track, Love in Space, mm. which, again, an awesome 80s-inspired song. Yeah. But my absolute favorite, however, is Hiccups. I am obsessed with Hiccups. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's great. It's pure joy. The chorus is everything I want from a girl group song. And again, I would also say it's something I could see Secret singing 10 years ago. Yes, right. It's kind of reminiscent of Shy Boy. Yeah, it has that little bit of a 60s inspired sound. Yes. It's genius. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. That's my pick. Mm. And mine was really, really easy <laughs> because Dreamcatcher exists. So it's Dreamcatcher. <laughs> Are they ever not your girl who moved here? <laughs> I mean, now that Girls' Generation is having a comeback, mm, true. that might change. That's tough competition in your book. Yeah. They're still my favorite group, but Dreamcatcher yeah. is right behind them. And their comeback was just so great. I really, really loved Maison and... I really like that each member had a solo that they promoted. Mm. So that was really cool. And it's a mm -hmm. definitely a slow burn because <laughs> I think there was two not that long ago. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> But yeah, Dreamcatcher, they're just amazing. I'll admit that having a comeback talking about climate change and then releasing NFTs to go <laughs> along with that comeback was yeah. probably not the best move. No. But other than that, amazing. Yeah, it was really good. That was our whole awards section. Yeah. I think there's n there wasn't many surprises in there, right? Mm, no. Yeah. There's going to be more surprises coming up with our picks. Yes. <laughs> well, first, our own picks for ourselves. Yes. That's not surprising. <laughs> yes. Although, no, actually, you know what? Never mind. Because in the songs that you picked for yourself, yeah. there are definitely surprises for me. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, never mind. So my first pick from my own list is Saturday Drip by NCT Dream. I just need to talk about this song. Everyone needs to know about this song and I feel like not enough people do. It's a B-side from their album Glitch Mode. I did not like the rest of the album, but this one is genius. It's another hype song of mine. It just makes you feel so badass listening to it. I am obsessed. I could listen to it on repeat all day. Please go listen to it. It's great. All I'll say is... I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm happy you like it. <laughs> Do you not like it? I'm neutral about it. Okay. I don't dislike it. Okay, good. That's all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> My next pick is Firework by Aura. Um, Aura has been around for so long, mm -hmm. but somehow I never really had him that much on my radar. Like I never actually cared enough to go listen to his music, uh, which I regretted the moment I heard Firework and my, my world shifted. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. It's incredible. And his voice is incredible. I don't even know how to describe it. Just go listen to it. It's out of this world. I was really, really surprised to see this on your list. Why? It's totally my style. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I don't know you that well then. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I see that it's up your alley, but I, I don't know. I was surprised to see it on your favorites playlist. Okay. And then even in my picks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> even more. Well, I almost picked it for you hmm. because it was like, what? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, I like a few of his songs from years ago, but I don't think he's done anything that I was crazy about in the past several years. And I actually checked this one out when it came out, but I didn't really vibe with it. And so I, when I saw it on your list, I was like, what? <laughs> But I didn't even know that you were aware of him. Yes, but I never really cared, I guess. Mm. No, it was a name I knew of, but I was like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> And now you've found more songs by him that you like? Not yet. Oh, okay. But I'm sure I will. I will add him to my Excel. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next pick is Every Day by Sai. Huge It's... surprise. Really? No. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's another absolute highlight for me. The verse is already amazing, but then the chorus. Um, and I actually just recently figured out like why I love it so much. Hmm. It reminds me of the 90s when my sister and I would play disco. <laughs> and basically what we did was we would turn off all the lights in our shared bedroom 
except that one colorful fairy light we had. And then we would turn on scooter really like all the way up and just go crazy. And it really reminds me of that. So I love it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Honestly, I like it too. But it's basically the opposite from you because I love the verses and I'm not sure about the chorus or I like the chorus, but to me, they don't really fully go together, but I still like it, you know. Mm. My next pick is Savior by Kim Sung-gyu. It's perfect. And Sung-gyu's voice is perfect. An absolute treasure. Mm. It's so beautiful. And I guess that maybe fourth gen fans aren't that aware of Sung-gyu because he's from Infinite. So if you don't know him, please go check out his solo stuff. Yes. Yeah. He has such great songs. Also Infinite. Yeah. And then my last pick is Illusion by Kingdom. This one was pretty surprising for me because I didn't like Kingdom's first few songs. But then this whole album, Illusion is on, is pretty great. Mm. Illusion, especially, surprise, it's an 80s song again. <laughs> There's a lot of <laughs> 80s songs in our episode today. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. And I feel like it would have been a great fit for Key's Bad Love album. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's great. Go check it out. Yeah. I'm really happy you picked this one to discuss because I also really, really love it. It's also on your list, right? Yes, it is. I like their, their title song so far, but I feel like I'm all grown up now because you were the one to introduce me to the one token amazing B-side they have on every album. <laughs> I and know. this one I actually like found on my own. <laughs> so I was like, yes. Okay, let's hear your five picks from your list. So my first pick is Dilemma by A-Pink. Mm. I've loved A-Pink for years. I think I started following them back in 2012. Yeah, pretty much right. Their debut, right? Yeah, I, they debuted the, the year before that. Mm. And I really like their Q style that they had before. But then when they made their change to a more mature image in 2018 with I'm So Sick, I was like, Wow, because <laughs> not every group makes that transition gracefully, I guess. And they definitely did. All of the songs that they had after I'm So Sick are amazing. They're all more of a mature style. Mm. And this is exactly the same. It's really, it's hard to define because they kind of have a niche of their own now where the music they make is, again, very adult, but also really wacky and weird with like a sophisticated touch to mm. it so it's weird but classy yeah. and i love it i really really like their style and dilemma is perfect it's almost too weird the hook is almost too weird but it just works and in this song i i even like the um halftime trap mm. part which I usually hate. Yeah. But here it really works. It adds a little bit more um, interest to the song. And then the instrumental breakdown at the end is just so great. Ugh, this song is amazing. This is one of the albums where we added completely different songs, right? Yeah. 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 I don't think we have even one in common. No, because I think Dilemma is okay. But I feel like, in my opinion, there's better songs on the album. But good for you. <laughs> And I disagree. <laughs> Next, I have You by Lacuna. And this is just the perfect breezy soft rock song. It came out in February. And to be honest, I thought I would get tired of it pretty quickly. But <laughs> here we are. <laughs> it's just perfect. It's intense enough to avoid becoming boring. But it's also really vibey and chill. I love the two-part chorus with the first really jerky beginning and then the really catchy, smooth part that's constantly stuck in my mind. I feel like the song just does a really great job of staying interesting throughout. It never gets annoying or boring. It just builds more and more and uh, it's just so, so great. I could talk for hours about this song. <laughs> I actually realized when thinking about it more and writing notes that I probably should have put it way higher in my list. <laughs> you still have time to change it for the end year list. Oh yeah, <laughs> it will be higher. Do you like this one? I was. It's okay. Sure. I don't dislike it, but I'm mm. also not like over the moon about it. It's okay. Mm. Next is Where Am I by Tomio. 
And I think earlier in the year, I told you that I had a surprising number of slower songs on my list. Yeah. And this is one of the examples. Mm. I don't usually have a lot of songs like this that I love. But this one is just so beautiful. It's really powerful and heart-wrenching. The guitars complement the really light vocals in the verses. And then the really powerful long-held notes in the chorus are just the perfect counterpart mm. to that. And it's really emotional, but it's not depressing. It's just beautiful. Also, the music video is worth checking out because it's just cats. Cats? Yes, just cats. <gasps> yeah, I know. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I should have. So just if you check out the song, go watch the music video. If you're a cat person. I will. I will right now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> My next pick is Drifting by Doorless House, which we've discussed before. Yes. And I know you're not a huge fan of it. No, still not. <laughs> to me, it's the perfect indie song. It starts off kind of happy and kind of mournful at the same time. And it feels like you're drifting in a good way. It's really relaxing and nice. And just when you think you have the song figured out, then you get the chorus. And it's just, like, what's going on? <laughs> it's so intense and the vocals get almost menacing and ominous and really really intense and you're like whoa this is not what i thought it would be like and then you go back to the verse but the tension never resolves in that chorus and you have to wait for the last part of the song for all of it to come together and resolve into this explosion of beautiful music and emotions basically mm. And then my last pick is Tell Him to Go by Jung Dakyung featuring Soyeon from Tiara. And I was really happy because there hasn't been a ton of trot this year that I liked, but this is really, really fun. It has that old school Tiara ballad sound, even though it's not a ballad. There's also something that I really appreciate. There's a lot of room for the instrumental to breathe. There's long pauses in the vocals. And the key change at the end is always great. So that's definitely an unexpected highlight for me. It's pretty good. Mm. I'm glad you like it. You <laughs> didn't like many of my songs, so no. I'm glad you like this one. We are moving to our last section. Yes. the Probably the most exciting one. Yes, the controversial part. <laughs> controversial? Wait. <laughs> Yeah, because we might ask difficult questions. Maybe I'm not ready for this part of the episode then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm starting the interrogation, yes. so I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Epitaph by TVXQ is one that I we talked about it when it first came out, I think. Yeah. And I remember that you loved it, but it was a while ago. And to be completely honest, I liked it, but I was all, also like... She might fall out of love with this one. Did you? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously you didn't, actually. I will never. <laughs> so tell me more. It is my number three song of the year so far. I was mind blown when it came out. As you guys know, I used to be the biggest Cassie. But the songs you know and Xiaomin released as a duo are kind of hit or miss for me. And a lot of them miss, <laughs> to be honest. And this is just incredible. In my opinion, it's the best song they have released in years. It is absolutely perfect. Very surprising. The chorus also reminds me of Eurovision. It totally sounds like a Eurovision <laughs> entry in the best way possible. I love Eurovision. It's so good and it fits them so well. I mean, rock has always fit Dombang Jinki. Yeah, they definitely had a rock edge. Yeah, they did. And it fits them so well. And it feels truly authentic, you know, like I've seen them try things out in the last few years that weren't always organic and authentic because they're not the, they're seniors in their field, right? And sometimes it feels like they're trying out trends mm. that aren't quite for them. And it just it's just great to see that they're now doing, or at least with this song, they did something that truly fits them. I never would have thought that in the year of 2022, Dombang Shinki would make it into my top three. Yeah. To be honest, I never disliked the song. I was just a bit surprised because to me, it sounded like, 
okay and you're completely in love with it. Yeah. But actually, it definitely grew on me. I like it. Okay, that's good to hear. The video is so great too. Have I seen that? <gasps> I think I've seen it, but I know that if I've seen it, I've only seen it once because it didn't leave a crazy impression mm. on me. Okay. Well, for a while, I watch it all the time, mm. like on my living room TV. <laughs> I'll, I'll go check it out again then. Yeah, please do. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else that you want to say about Epitaph? I don't think so. It's great and everyone should give it a chance. And I really hope that they'll continue in that direction in the future. Yeah, me too. Also, it's not even the only good song on that mini album. There's some great B-sides too. Hmm. I don't think I've listened to them, so I will definitely... Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just a disappointment to you tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I will check out the mini album. Uh, ready to move on? Yes. I was curious about Kidarilke by Black Level. I thought that was exactly your style. Yes. I just played it and I was like, obviously it's here. But I, I've never heard of them before. Yeah. It makes sense that you've never heard of them because this is from their debut album. Yeah, but even then, like, it doesn't happen that often that I've never heard of a group. I know, same. Honestly, I don't even know how I stumbled upon this. I <laughs> wouldn't be able to tell you because I think I missed their debut. I couldn't even name their actual title track of their debut, debut album. Mm. But somehow I found this song and it's an absolute treasure. Like you said, it's completely my style. It's a 10 out of 10. And I guess we're not the only ones who don't know about them because this gem of a song only has 18,000 plays on Spotify. So Ooh, wow. I feel like half of those 18,000 are from me. <laughs> <laughs> so please go listen to it. It's such a good song and they could really use some plays. Yeah, I was really pleasantly surprised. I really liked it too. Yeah, I'm glad. It's so good. Mm. I'm so glad I made you discover that. <laughs> <laughs> And I just checked, um, even the title track, Infection, only has 49,000 plays on Spotify. They could use some love. The next pick for me is one I was actually surprised about. Okay. The next one is Space Opera by Maktab, and it's exactly the opposite of Black Level. I listened to it on your list, and I was like, why on earth did she choose this one? Why? I don't know. I feel like it's not your style. It so is. <laughs> it's the second time today. There's nothing about it that wouldn't be my style. I don't know. I was just really surprised. I think it's very otherworldly. Mm. It's almost like a meditation session. Yeah, very that. Right? Yeah. I guess there's songs where you could say about it that it's a meditation session, but it's boring and like it's not boring at all. It's like, despite being this meditating, calm tune, it also has a certain epicness. Mm. And it's just a piece of art. It's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Also, my whole family loves it. Really? <laughs> I played it to my family um, one time we were over for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They liked it. They loved it, yeah. Cool. Your whole family has the same music style. Honestly, often yes. Oh, interesting. We rarely disagree strongly about music. Oh, wow. I wish it was the same for me, but my mom and my <laughs> sister rarely like the same things that I do. But they like the same things. Oh, so you're an outsider. Yes. Mm, that's tough. <laughs> Although, well, my sister doesn't like K-pop, but she has a few songs that she really likes. Mm, which ones? Um, Be My Baby by... Wonder Girls? Yeah. <laughs> um, Loner by CN Blue. Ooh, she has taste. <laughs> I know. Like, she only has a handful of songs that she likes, but they're good ones. I can't remember the other ones, but I know those two are kind of the, the main ones. My sister loves Loner too. Everyone loves Loner. I it's know. such a great song. And apparently it's a great entry song into K-pop. <laughs> was it her first song? And no, but it was one of the first because mm. it was back when I got into K-pop. So I was listening to FT Island and CN Blue. So then I made her listen to it. So it was one of the first she heard, I think. So go listen to Loner by CN Blue. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. 
And also go listen to Can I Love You by yeah. Brave Girls because that is my next pick. And oh my God, it's such a gem. <laughs> This one I chose purely because I played it and I fell in love with it instantly and I think it deserves more recognition. So go ahead. Did you know it before I added it to the list? No. You didn't? Oh, it's so good. It's so much better than the title track. Thank you. Agreed. Right? I really like Thank You. It's really nice. But this? Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> it's way better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, it's amazing. And so I just picked it because I wanted you to be able to talk about it, basically. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, I don't even know what to say, really, because it's just great. It's, again, an 80s song. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so fun and happy and girly, but also not like in a too, how should I say? You know how some girl group songs can go into like a childish direction? Yeah. And this isn't at all. Oh no. These are women. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Agreed. It's exactly the right balance between girly, but also mature. It's basically like A-Pink. Although it's less mm. weird, it's just amazing. <laughs> it's a bop. It's an 80s inspired yes. bop. And you should go check it out. It's great. Yes. It's like your, your classic, minor key, tons of drama, girly, fun song mm. with an 80s vibe. And also I've been singing it so much lately. Yeah. It's really fun to sing. It gets stuck in your head. Yes. Um, and then my last pick. <laughs> um, I hear you laughing and I are you are you nervous about it? No, I'm not nervous at all. I stand by my choices. I'm pretty sure it's a hate pick. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so my last pick is to me by Ryobuk. Yeah. And I have to apologize. I was wrong. Oh. I'm so sorry. This is amazing. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> yes, I was so wrong. Because when you first introduced me to it, I was like, it's just a boring ballad. It's not. No, I know. But I only played the beginning. I saw it was a ballad. Mm, okay, then I see how you could think that. The chorus changes everything. Yes. Oh my God. It's so good. Okay, go ahead. It's your time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, basically, first of all, I love Super Junior and I love, I've always loved Ryavuk's voice, um, which is also one of like the distinct voices of the Super Junior sound. But in the past, I wasn't really into his solo stuff because as you mentioned, he has a lot of boring ballads. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> um, so I had zero expectations for this and I think at first I wasn't even going to check it out as, as bad as it is, but it was such a positive surprise. It's so good. Like you said, at first you think it's going to be a, just a regular ballad, but then it gets so good. And it is very contemporary yeah. without losing his signature touch. You know what? Just now I realized it really reminds me, not at all in the style, but only in that it's contemporary and easy to listen to in a way and moving but also fits the person perfectly even though you might not necessarily expect it it's the same as suo's solo i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> as soon as you started talking like i was like mm, i think it's gonna end up being suo <laughs> <laughs> i don't know great minds i guess yes <laughs> But yeah, totally. Yeah, SM is actually putting some really intense thoughts into... Their solo stuff. Yeah, solo projects are going really well this year. I know, because SM solos in the past weren't always... Miss the big exception of Taemin. And Taeyeon. Yes, <laughs> their stuff was always good. But yeah. they were like the prized horses of SM, so yeah. that makes sense. But all the other guys didn't always get the best music. But mm. now, lately... Such good stuff coming out of SM. Yeah. Yeah, no, to me, it's so beautiful, just amazing. I still get goosebumps when I'm listening to it. And the other day, I was in the bus on my way to work and I had to hold back my tears <laughs> because it was just so beautiful that it made me tear up a little bit. <laughs> I'm in love with it. Expect to see this one in my favorites playlist oh. pretty far up. Ooh, I never would have thought. 
I know. <laughs> when I saw that you picked that from my list, I was like, oh, she's gonna hate yeah. that one. <laughs> That's a hate pick for sure. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah, no, I, I thought you might think that and I was like, ha <laughs> <laughs> Tricked you. <laughs> um, but yeah, for sure, this one and also Brave Girls are, I was gonna say instantly added, but actually no, because this one, it took me a while, but Can I Love You was an instant addition to my favorites list. Okay. Now I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, now I feel kind of mean because I might be more critical. <laughs> It's fine. I also stand by my choices. Okay, that's good. No, because it's just like curiosity, you know? No, but it's fine. I can deal with that. I'm I'm confident. Okay. Well, the first one I picked is Wildfire by Eric Nam. Uh, we both really like Eric. Yes. And I also really like this album. Mm. And I was just curious because I saw that you also added, uh, what is it called? the title song uh lost on me yes okay you also added that one to your favorites list but wildfire was the highest ranking eric nam song on your list mm -hmm. so i was curious why and i felt like you might want to talk about that yeah <laughs> well i i really like both i also really like the album yeah I don't know, the first time I played this song, when the chorus started, my jaw was on the floor. <laughs> it's such a surprising chorus, mm. and it's so amazing. Those harmonies, I was so pleasantly surprised. It's just, it just really turns the song around, and you don't expect it at all. The chorus kind of reminds me of Hide and Seek by Image and Heap. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, the original song of the mm, What You Say... <laughs> Oh, yes, it's kind of the same yeah, effect. Right? Yes. It's the same effect. Yeah, it's really nice. Yes, and I love it. Same. And I, it's just, I mean, it's not completely new, obviously, yeah. but it works so well here because it's just so different from the from the verse, but in such a great way. It really, really works and it's taking you where you don't think it's going to go, mm. but in the best way possible. But I think Lost on Me was first for me because it's more um it's more easy to listen to it's really catchy and i love it but in the end wildfire is just so special that it, it just came first in the end and the second thing <laughs> that really had a huge impact was seeing it live oh yeah because <laughs> we both went to the zurich concerts yeah. um and it was amazing interestingly for me wildfire wasn't didn't have that amazing effect live while lost on me was like what really made me love it mm. even more live i mean it made me like all of the songs that he played better because True. it was such <laughs> a great show but yeah wildfire yeah. i was expecting it i made sure to film the second chorus with the higher <laughs> harmonies and everything and that performance was amazing it just made me like yeah. it. well no it made me love it even more for sure <laughs> it was such a great experience for sure um okay the next song i picked from your list is run to you by stacy this was a big surprise to me to see on your list mm, i thought so <laughs> because personally i was very disappointed by this song <laughs> as was everyone else <laughs> yeah and i never thought it would be for you so yeah i was wondering if you picked it because you also love it and no. you thought you were alone but you're not <laughs> or if you were surprised to see it on my list so i guess it's the, <laughs> the latter yeah it's the latter <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I can acknowledge that basically I disagree with everyone. <laughs> but it's funny because when ASAP came out, everyone seemed to really like it and I didn't. I didn't either. Perfect. <laughs> 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 but basically I love So Bad and then every song after that, everyone seemed to really like and I was like, what? They never got to that level again. No, sad. I have to admit, the first time I listened to Run To You, I was kind of like, eh, okay, a little bit disappointed. But it just, at some point, it just really grew on me. I don't know. It just clicked mm -hmm. for me and I ran with it. So you're saying I should listen to it some more? Yes, for sure. Okay. <laughs> but I think the the thing that makes it harder for people to like is the thing that makes it so good for me now, basically. Because that chorus is weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It really threw me for a loop the first time. It's really weird that synth or whatever it is after the hook is so... 
The only way I can describe how it feels to me is when you're petting a dog the wrong <laughs> way, like going against the hairs. Okay. You know, it's like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that, but it's kind of cool at the same time. <laughs> I know it's weird. <laughs> I know it's really specific, <laughs> but that's basically, it's weird. And you're like, oh, oh no. But at the same time, it makes it really interesting and fun. Mm. And also, I really appreciate that it, the song gives you both that really weird synth in the chorus, but then the second part of the chorus is your typical straight pop chorus with a way more likable sound. Yeah. And so you get both. You get that, uh, what? And you get the, ah, yes, this is nice, I like it. Mm. No, they, they definitely managed to have it both ways. Disagree, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'll, I'll give it another chance, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and also maybe listen to the delivery of the vocals in the verses, because I think it sounds kind of like Miss A, mm -hmm. with the really like jerky diction and kind of clipped phrases in a way. Mm. That was really, okay. really fun. That really reminded me of them. I love Miss A, so... I know, mm. that's why I'm saying this. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, you got me there. I, I will mm. give it a chance. Good. My next pick is Maniac by Jung Min. I remember uh, when it came out or like when his whole album came out, you were mm. really into it. Yeah. And more so than I was, a lot mm -hmm. more so than I was, although I used to be the Dongbang Junkie fan. So that I found that interesting. And I feel like you might want to talk about him and this release. Yeah, I just love it. I remember, because you checked it out before me, and you were like, well, yeah. don't get too excited, it's not great. And then I checked it out, and I was like, what are you saying? It's amazing. <laughs> uh, and this is definitely my favorite song out of the album in general. It's just so much fun, and so playful, and I love the musical vibe. Yeah, to yeah, I got that too. I admit that I kind of changed my mind. It's pretty great. Oh, nice. I'm glad. I guess I just was surprised. I didn't expect that kind of music when it came out. So yeah, once you accept it for what it is, mm. it's really good. <laughs> yeah, because I remember you found it a little shouty at first. Yeah, I mean, this is being said with all my love and my heart for him. <laughs> He is always shouty. <laughs> He's just a shouty guy. <laughs> He's, he's very intense. His yes, singing yes. is very intense and it can be a bit shrill sometimes too, which is great and it fits, but it can get a bit much when it's a whole album, you know? Yeah, but I, I don't I don't find him shrill on this. That's true. I find him shrill when SM is forcing him to do the the screams and everything, which is is it's cool, it's impressive, but that gets old really fast. It, yeah. He just has a very um distinct metallic voice. Yes. And if you're not into that voice, it probably gets old pretty fast. Good thing I'm really into that voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love his voice. He has a really great voice. And he sounds really great on this song. Yeah. So yeah, I just love it so much. I honestly, I cannot help myself. Whenever I play it, I'm just like dancing and singing. It's so fun to sing. The melodies of the chorus are just genius. It starts with that really amazing ascending vocal line. Mm. And then he does little runs going down. And then at the end of the chorus, you get a really complex kind of meandering melody that's so fun to sing. I love it so much. <laughs> Honestly, it's a huge thing for me. If a song is fun to sing, I'm automatically going to like it more. Yeah, same. Okay. My next pick is Super Yuppers by WJSN Shokomi or Cosmic Girls Shokomi. Mm. <laughs> and the reason I picked this is because I need an explanation. <laughs> um, <laughs> mostly because I remember in one of the past episodes, you were talking smack about a girl group song I liked. <laughs> <laughs> This is your revenge? Your, no, your explanation was that... You want music for adults, not for children. And this, to me, is the music <laughs> for children. So explain yourself. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, this is self-aware. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> I mean, I, I can absolutely admit that this is not for everyone. For sure. It's ridiculous. Yes. And campy and just... 
batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's self-aware. They're doing it on purpose. They're basically filling the void that Orange Caramel left. That's what I was thinking. I can kind of see the appeal in the sense that it is kind of Orange Caramel-ish. Yes. Not even sonically, but more in the in the ridiculous, over-the-top concept. Yeah. But still, to me, it's more childish. I don't know. I, yeah, I guess. Maybe I shouldn't be surprised, because I know you have this side to you. <laughs> childish? No, but like, <laughs> as much as you love like rock and indie, there's a side to you that likes the most girliest girly girl group songs yes. ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I like really, really girly, cute songs, and I like really weird music. And this is both of those things together. Mm. And even better, it's self-aware. Like they're mm. they're they know what they're doing, you know. Yeah. And I like. That. I will admit that at first I hated it, but once I actually heard the orange caramel in it, I was like, okay, now I can't hate it because <laughs> I like mm. orange caramel. But yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, on top of being really fun and weird and orange caramel-ish, it's also just a great song behind that. It starts sounding almost exactly like Take On Me, and this is already a really, really great point in favor of the song. Yeah. Obviously, 80s synth, amazing, it's so great. So many 80s songs yeah. this, today. But this is definitely the most over-the-top uh intense yeah. 80s recreation of the year by far and like just good luck getting the hook out of your brain it's never <laughs> leaving it came out at the very beginning of the year probably like january and i don't think a single day has passed this year that i haven't had it stuck in my mind at some point <laughs> oh, and also I really, really like, because at first I was like, oh yeah, it's a weird song. Okay, cool. But the concept is so fun. They're, they did a superhero concept. I didn't watch the video. Well, you should. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. It's really, really great. And it makes more sense because I rarely mm. check out the lyrics of songs. And when I checked out the, the music video and I got the concept and then I checked out the lyrics, I was like, oh, yes, of course. And that made me like it even more. And I even really like the spoken part. I don't know. It just sounds really cool. Mm. Oh, it's just such a great song, concept, cool lyrics, and amazing music video. The whole package is amazing. I love it so much. Okay. I'm not sure if you convinced me, but like you kind of made me feel better about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the last pick from your list is Before the Dawn by P1 Harmony. Mm. And I picked that because this album was one of those where we both added several songs, I think, um, but completely different ones. Mm. So I like to hear from your perspective why you added this one. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that's actually the only one I added. Oh, okay. I really didn't enjoy the album at all, but this was a hidden gem in the middle of mediocrity for me. <laughs> I'm actually kind of surprised that you don't like it that no, much. I, I mean, I don't know if you dislike it. I liked every single song on that album. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Am I misremembering? Honestly, I might be thinking about another album. No, I remember now. <laughs> um, it was the beginning of the year. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this year I'm going to really check out the B-sides for <laughs> all of the albums. It's going to be great. And I had a really, really difficult afternoon where I tried <laughs> to check out songs. And I remember writing to you because you already told me that it was amazing that you liked all of the B-sides yeah. and everything. And I was like, cool, I'm excited about this one. It wasn't definitely wasn't the only one I checked out that day. And I hated almost everything I listened to that afternoon. I was so done with it. I remember <laughs> I texted you. I was like, I'm never checking out B-Sides again. It's such a waste of time. And I didn't understand how you liked that album because it was one of the ones I really didn't like at all. I mean, I'm happy for you, but it wasn't for me. Peacemaker is so good. You know. <sighs> okay. But why did you like Before the Dawn? Well, because to me, and that's why I'm surprised that you're surprised, it sounds very like your kind of typical rapper-vocalist duo, kind of like Pangyongguk and Yosab, for example. Yeah. But not only, you know, like that, that 
Rihanna featuring Eminem or the other way around. Yeah, like Songji and Bang Younggook. Yeah, yes, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. And to me, this is just another one, but it's really great. It's a, it's a great example of that. It's not a trend and it's not a style, but of that, that's a really good example. I yeah. love it. It's kind of dark and intense, but a little more subdued. But it still has a ton of like emotion and it's really powerful. I don't know, it just has really, really compelling melodies and it builds up and just, it's just really nice. I, I don't think I can explain it better. It's just good. It is good, yeah. It's it's a gray song for me. Uh, it's a synesthesia. Some songs have colors and this is gray mm. and I love gray songs always. Okay. That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the first of all, that was really interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for the end of year um, version. Me too. I, I can hardly wait. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And I already added so many new songs to my favorite list from July. Yeah. I'm out of control. <laughs> I thought you were, were going to say that you added songs from my playlist. <laughs> Actually, I did. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's always great to see each other's favorites because we always discover new songs. Mm -hmm. It's surprising because we discuss them in details. Even outside of this podcast, we discuss everything. But we still end up finding songs that the other one didn't know. Yeah. Every year there are songs on your playlist. I'm like, I've never heard about this. She's never talked <laughs> about it. Clearly she loves it. But I know. Like, know. where did she find that? Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Why did you keep this from me? <laughs> At least it's a nice surprise. <laughs> also, what I found really surprising and what made me really happy about my own playlist, when I looked at it, of my top six, there are three second-gen yeah. artists and one third-gen artist. So that really amazes me and makes me happy that they still deliver such quality music. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like Big Bang, Dongma Shingi... Taeyeon, Sai, and B2B. True, that's pretty cool. Mm. Well, some of them are kind of having a, a revival. A revival, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was super fun. And I, I don't know, it just looking at my favorites playlist just makes me so incredibly happy to see a compilation of all this great music. It just makes me so emotional about how great music is and how about, about how great K-pop is. Yeah. So, yeah. Same, it makes me so happy. And since the last few months have been a little ooh, a little iffy for me, going back to earlier songs that I love yeah. so much is always really nice. And I feel like this list both really represents me well and also is kind of surprising for me. That's true. At the we same have a few time. surprises on there. <laughs> Mine is actually pretty surprising in a way too, because I have more indie stuff on there than I used to. Right? Yeah. I feel like indie Korean songs keep getting better and better yeah. each, uh, each year. That's really nice. Mm. Yeah, that was a ton of fun and really interesting to talk about the songs we were most passionate about this first half of the year. Mm. And we hope you find a few gems as well that you might have not known before. Thank you so much for listening once again. And we hope you'll be back next time. Don't forget to read the podcast and follow us at Cape Opinions Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at Cape Opinions Pod. And until the next episode, take care. Bye. Bye-bye.